up in the sky. Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. Is that Lady Key? So everyone always asks the question, if you were a superhero, what would your power be? <laughs> well, I thought about it and, you know, I love stuff like Marvel films and really any superhero movie or show, TV show, whatever. It doesn't matter from Batman and Robin to Superman, Supergirl, Wonder Woman, Catgirl, The Flash, even Power Rangers, Elastic Girl. Oh, I got what about Green Lantern? Yeah. Oh, even Storm. You remember all of them, man, I had an opportunity to play Storm one time in a play and it was so much fun. I mean, even down to wearing that white wig, it was just, ah, I'm the bomb.com. Okay, I digress. So I got to thinking, what is my superpower? What is Lady Key's superpower? So what I came up with was my superpower was both who I was and what I experienced in real life as well as what I would have desired to be if I had a real superpower. And so I, I thought about it too. I said, well, if I could fly, right? If my superpower was flight, like I could just walk outside the door right now and just take flight. The places I would go, the things I would see. I said, man, that would be so amazing. But then I thought about it and I said, I probably would be afraid though to be up in the air extended. Like that would just make my heart race. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like it would just be palpitating like... <laughs> You know, like I just couldn't do it. I was like, nope, I can't, I can't, can't fly. Not, not gonna do it. Can't do it. I even tried to ride the Superman at the Six Flags at the, you know, the theme parks. Mm -mm. I was like, you know how you push the button to stop? Yeah, I wrote the kitty one, y'all. I didn't even get on the adult one. There was a kitty Superman ride. I was like, let me try this. This look fun and simple. I'm trying to show these little kids up. I get on the Superman ride and it's going up and down. I like to pass out, y'all. Like, no lie. I'm not even joking or kidding with you. I literally was on this ride and I was almost crying and in tears because I was so afraid of what it made my body feel like. I was like, I can't control this. I can't stop it. I was like, where's the button? I want off. And when it ended, I said, I'm not getting on the big Superman. I don't care what y'all say or do. Right? Like, that was the end for me. So, no, thank you. Y'all can fly. I'll walk. Then I said, what if I had the ability to like allow water to just come out of my hands, right? I would definitely go and become like a firefighter. Like I would help out anytime there was a fire or something. Like I would be right there like, okay, oh no, there's a fire. Y'all go get Lady Key. She got that water power. Okay, great. I run over there, you know, just like boom. I thought about the same thing like with ice or if I had the ability to to have fire come out of my hands. Like if we were at a camping trip and I like camping, yes. I love chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Don't judge me. Um, I also like marshmallows, like burning those over fire. So yeah, I'm a camp kid. But anyway, nevertheless, I digress. So if I had fire that was able to come out of my hands, I would definitely be the fire starter for our trips. You know, all the things that I would do. And then I, you know, I also thought about stuff like, oh, if I had x-ray vision or what if I had that high pitched voice where it'd be like, and like everything, like the glass and stuff would just blow up. Another superpower I thought about was in like all the Disney movies. 
Man, Disney was like my jam. You know, the, all the, the princesses and the, their fairy godmothers and things of that nature or their moms and their family members and all that kind of stuff. Like they had these magical powers, like where they would wave a wand or just wave their finger in the air and all of your dreams will come true. Then there was this whole idea of a genie in a bottle. And I said, hmm, what if I was the genie in the bottle? I could grant people three wishes and that's all I would do all the time. And I said, nah, I don't think I want to do that either, you know, because I thought about Aladdin. And you remember that one that one that got caught and trapped? And I was nah, I ain't trying to get trapped in no bottle for the rest of my life and get thrown into never, ever land. Like, nope, not going to do it. Well, growing up in church, oftentimes as a preacher's kid, you know, there was always this thing where you were expected to do everything like it didn't matter you you supposed to do it just because you like your daddy is the pastor or your mom is the pastor or whatever the case may be like that's your job like you just do it they don't they don't say nothing they just say hey i need you to get over there and do this hey i need you to go usher hey i need you to take up an offering hey i need you to get up there and pray hey i need you to do devotion like that's just what you did and so growing up that's what i did like a lot of times um and and i thought about that and i said you know even as leaders like you may not have been a preacher's kid like i was or am but you may have just been a leader and as a leader we spend a lot of time pouring into others right or simply just pouring out like there's always an outpour but there's never an inpour or you know there there's never anything for us to receive unless we are very intentional and we don't learn about that intentionality until we get older and, and we've been doing ministry for a while. But this is the very reason why I personally became an advocate of self-care and self-help, because I literally learned how to forget about me. I learned how to ignore me. <laughs> and it was all through the way the people at the church treated me. And I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. I'm talking about years and years of experience with this. Right. Like I've been a preacher's kid my entire life. I was born and raised in the church, grew up in the church. I've told you guys before, my grandfather was the, the deacon of the church. Great grandfather was deacon of his church and he built one of his churches from the ground up. And, you know, like like, like our family was just full of ministers. And every other man in the family got that bug where they were like, oh, I'm a preach or I'm going to minister. And they were either a deacon or preacher or a pastor. Like, that's what they did. And the women, we came alongside and just supported them with whatever their goals were. Um, and, and so this, you know, basically <laughs> led me to see what like exactly what my superpower was and what it always had been or has been. And that was, <laughs> you guessed it. The power to be invisible. And I said, wow, you know, I thought about being invisible. And I said, that's probably the easiest thing. I could walk into a building. They don't know I'm there. And I'm like, you know, the first one to get here gets the new Apple iPod. I'm invisible. I'm skipping at the front of the line, you know, right? And I get at the front and they open the doors. I appear, boom, I'm the first one. I get the Apple iPod, hey, you know, stuff like that. You know, and, you know, as corny as it may sound, it's true. 
you do it too. Don't don't play like you wouldn't do it, right? You would actually do it. Like, don't even try to play me because I know some of y'all listening to this personally probably already tried it out or thought about it. Like, what if I just sneak around a corner and jump in, you know? So, yeah, you ain't even invisible. You trying to figure out a way to get in the front of the line. <laughs> but, yeah, but so, you know, part part of this invisible power syndrome, I guess you can call it, was stemmed from just me being the life of the party. Like, I'm gonna be honest, uh, half of it is from church and the other half is just being the life of the party. Like, I was the life of the party and a lot of people wanted me there for life and fun, but that was it. Like, that was it. I was just, I was just a surface level friend, but then they had other friends that they would talk about serious stuff with, right? And it always left me just kind of to myself and nobody paid attention to it, right? invisible nobody paid attention to it because they felt like oh she got plenty of friends she's the life of the party everybody likes her everybody loves her but nobody was trying to to have any any real substance you know and it was just, it was just different if I didn't create the moment like it didn't happen you know and the rest of it just came from from me having a big heart and making myself more available than I should be and so, you know, so what I mean by that is I'm saying like I'm making myself more available than what I should be. Meaning like if you say, can you sing in my church this Sunday? I'm like, yeah, girl, I got you. But I'm getting my wisdom teeth pulled. But I still try to come out and be like, well, I told her I was going to be there. So I'm going to be there even though I know that this is not a good idea. This is not a good idea to try to sing at this woman's church because I'm getting my wisdom teeth pulled. But because I have a big heart and I told her, yes, I'm going to go ahead and try to do it. Like that's the kind of stuff that I would do. I forgot about me. I forgot about myself. I forgot about putting myself first. I forgot about self-care. I forgot about the fact that, I don't know, I'm getting my wisdom teeth pulled and a person don't sing after they get their wisdom teeth pulled, right? Like common sense. Um, And no, that has not happened. Just so you know, that's just an example. But this, but like I said, this, this not only happens in the church, but it happens in relationships as well. You might be that boyfriend or girlfriend who your significant other only wants you for your money. Watch this. They might only want you for sex. You're invisible. Your friends choose you for the team because they needed an extra player to make the team complete. But you never get the ball passed your way. Invisible. You're always asked, hey, let's take this road trip because you have a nice car. But then when you get there, they don't really include you in all the planning and stuff. Invisible. You might be the middle child invisible you might be the oldest child invisible you might be the baby of the family invisible you might be the only child invisible I don't know what your your invisibility thing is or whatever you might be the only one with curly hair you might be the only one with short hair you might be the only one with long hair you might be the only light-skinned one you might be the only dark-skinned one you might be too tall you might be too short you might be too fat you might be too skinny invisible but let me say this Let me say this. Our father, God in heaven and his son, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, like they see you. They love you. They value you. And there is absolutely positively nothing that you can do about it. So what you need to do is let go of those people and those places and those things that don't see you, that that, that don't value you. Yeah, you have a gift, but if they don't value you as a person, they're going to run you into the ground and use your gifts and your callings and everything like that until they can't use you no more. 
you know, until they use you up. And then what's left? When you dead and gone and you six feet under and you're, you know, you, you've went home to be with the Lord and you've met him, they're going to find somebody else that's going to do the exact same things you were doing. Sweeping, mopping, picking up programs, passing out programs, taking up the collection like that. None of that matters at the end of the day. So I need you to focus on building healthy relationships. Okay, getting with those people that see you. They see you, you see them, and it's reciprocated. And lastly, if you are feeling invisible, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. And I'm saying don't hesitate to reach out to anybody, myself included. You can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all it like just just reach out to somebody. Do not go through life alone. Do not go through life feeling like you're invisible and then you get depressed and your anxiety kicks in and then you sad and you lonely and you don't have anybody to talk to because you waited so long and then you feel like you can't talk to anybody. I'm here. Trust me. Send me an email. Reach out to me. What they say, hit me up in the DMs. If I can't help you get out of that mode that you're in, I definitely will point you in the direction that you need to go. I have a plethora of friends who are counselors, life coaches, therapists, people that can really help you get to that next level. If you just want to do a small group or if you're looking for a support group, I'm the girl that's going to get you to those people. I can point you in the right direction and lead the way, you know, but I can't make you do anything. I can just give you the tools and it's up to you to use those tools, right? So listen, wherever you are, whoever you are, if your superpower is anything or was anything remotely related to my superpower, which was the power to be invisible, then just hit me up. Don't go through life alone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please send an email to preacherskid777 at gmail.com. Again, that's preacherskid777 at gmail.com. To see what we are doing in the community, check us out on Instagram at preacherskidperspective7. Again, that's on Instagram at preacherskidperspective7. If you just want to talk to me personally and check me out and see what I'm doing, then you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at LadyKey7. Again, that's Instagram and Twitter at LadyKey7. So go out, make it a great day. Do something you love for yourself. And remember Romans 8 and 28. Things will work out for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I'm your host, Lady Lakeisha, and you've been listening to a preacher's kid perspective.